and welcome to the Bucket Lister podcast. Join your host, Keith Crockford, along with special guests who have traveled the world, here to share stories of their adventures and plenty of inspo to add to your bucket list. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Bucket Lister podcast. I normally say that I am your host, Keith Crockford, but today I am not going to be your host. I am going to hand the controls over to Jake because we thought today, as I am currently sat recording this podcast from As Espanol um, in the Costa Blanca in Spain, um, that's my Duolingo coming in there. I'm, I'm getting much better. I'm, I actually hit Jake a hundred day streak two days ago. So my, my Spanish is is slightly improving so that's, hand, that's very good <laughs> i know that's and if, if you if you are in spanish i think is such a good language because you know like you're off to peru tomorrow speak spanish yeah. so you know you can use i thought that conversation was gonna go i hit jake and then that was <laughs> nope. we we're gonna be I, revealing I, I all the secrets <laughs> i haven't hit you anyway so i'm gonna hand over to jake so we can talk about the trip that i am currently running in spain but also i want to talk about um spain as an adventure destination um because i think it's quite often overlooked and it's very close to us in the uk um cheap flights loads of options fly from local airports so i'm gonna hand over to jake and we're going to discuss adventure in spain so jake take it away Oh, thanks very much, Keith. Yeah, I was really excited to do this one um, with yourself because Spain's somewhere that I've actually not really been to very much. I've only been once and that was a family holiday. And I think it's such a shame because it's so close and it just gets overlooked. I mean, I know that I do quite a lot of the trips to Morocco and we always look further afield. And I think that the countries that are the closest do tend to get overlooked quite a lot. Now, you're currently out on a trip that it's gone a little bit under the radar, I would say. It was advertised, but it didn't get, you know, as much of a response as we were hoping for. But you've got a good group out with you at the moment. Um, we are planning on running that again next year. So I thought this would be a really good opportunity as you're there in the moment to kind of give us a few stories of of what's going on and just give us a brief overview of of what this trip is. Because it's not it's not super advertised. It's not one of our Kilimanjaros and Everest base camps that that we push quite a lot. This one's a little bit more secret. So can you just explain to us what are you actually doing out in Spain? Yeah, so um, we put this trip out for our bucket list of community. So people who had already done a trip with us or had or, or have already got one in the pipeline. Um, I spent, I've spent over the last 20 years of my career, 25 years of my career in the outdoors, a, a lot of time in the Costa Blanca and in Spain. Um, it is a, a climbing mecca um, in, in Europe for, for sport climbing. I used to work quite a lot out in Spain. Um, and the interesting thing is, is like where I'm staying at the minute in a, a little village or town called Finistrat, um, and that's about 10 minutes away from Benidorm. So instantly that kind of puts most people off because you mentioned the word Benidorm or you mentioned the word Costa Blanca and you think to yourself, well, that's just full of boozy Brits, fried breakfasts and, and everything else. But actually the little mountain town that we are in in Finistrat is lovely. Um, we've hired a villa um, for the week and we've got a load of activities to do um, with the group. 
and yeah we're having a great time we're we're halfway through our trip so far um so far we've been mountain biking and sea kayaking we've still got climbing and via ferrata to do so the whole idea of this trip was that we wanted to put together a six seven day trip um that wasn't too expensive that you could fly from your local airport because ultimately most local airlines or lo- most local airports fly into Alicante, which is the easiest airport to get to us where we are. Um, so you didn't have to get down to London and jump on our group flight. We went and picked everybody up from the airport when their flights arrived. Um, and then, yeah, we we just went from there. So the trip, we could probably, at a, like 16 would be like the maximum number for this trip. And like I say, everyone who's come on it, um, has massively enjoyed it we spent the day out mountain biking today um and everyone's had an amazing time and and really enjoyed it um yesterday we were sea kayaking like the the guys are talking about coming again next year and you know bringing their one's talking about bringing their daughter one's talking about bringing their son one's talking about bringing their partner with them so like they've come out and had an amazing time um and i just think like Spain is not really, if you look at all the activities you can do in Spain, like it just goes completely under the radar. And, you know, if I just think about what's on offer here, you know, from you've got climbing, you've got sport climbing, you've got trad climbing, you've got multi-pitch climbing, you've got um, walking, there's loads of ridge walking and scrambling to do. Um, There's mountain biking, there's kayaking, there's deep water soloing, um, there's... um, canyoning um both wet and dry canyons um there's co-steering um so you know there's via ferrata and they're putting more and more via ferratas up so there's like six or seven in the area now so if you're keen on via ferrata then you could come out and just do a week's via ferrata holiday you don't you know we wanted to do a multi-activity holiday because we didn't want to be too specific and say it's a climbing trip or it's a walking trip we wanted a multi-activity program um we will probably mix the program up a little bit next year and maybe take one of the activities out and put another one in um but yeah i mean it's it's been a really you know it's a really nice trip like it's cheaper than any of the other trips we offer um, because of the location. You know, you are still in you know, on mainland Europe. Um, but, yeah, I just think it's it's one that I think as a, you know, the weather is lovely here at the minute. I mean, it wasn't supposed to be. It was, it, the forecast was supposed to be better than the UK than it was here. But actually, the weather has been very good for us. We, you know, they've had thunderstorms every day for like a month and we haven't had one since we've been here. So I think we've kind of, they've got over that peak now, but um, yeah, the weather's lovely. The villa's amazing. We've got a pool in the villa. Like I just walked up now to do this podcast with you and you know, the clients are all sat around the pool. It's half past five in the evening. They're all sat there having a beer, chilling out after their day of mountain biking. So yeah, they're having a, a lovely time in Finistrat. There's loads of lovely little restaurants. It's a proper Spanishy town. It's not like you'd think of like built up Benidorm. It is a, a traditional Spanish town. So I think, you know, it could be a definite trip for the future for for people. And we're not going to run them all the time. Like, you know, in 
it was just a way originally, like the concept that we thought about in the office was offering a trip that um, brought together bucket listers who had been on other trips to meet new people, meet other people that have done trips, talk about different trips. And that is what's happened on this trip, even though we've got a much smaller number than we'd hoped for. Um, that has happened. They are people are communicating, people are talking. You know, we've got people here who have done Mira Peak. Um, we've got people here who have done Everest Base Camp, Gokyo Lakes. We've got people who've done uh Tupcow winter trips. We've got people here who are going on the um Kilimanjaro cycle. Uh, we've got one who's going on Amadablam. So there's a complete range of people that are on the trip, but I think that's what makes it really nice. And the fact that, you know, if all of the activities that we're doing are at a basic level in terms of, you know, we are going climbing, but we will set routes up that everybody can achieve something. The mountain biking today, you know, was 42 kilometers of cycling downhill on lovely Spanish roads and, and looking at the scenery. Yesterday, sea kayaking, some were in singles, some were in doubles. Um, we went and did a little bit, went and explored some caves. Um, did some rock jumping. Um, the kayaking instructor took a load of snork masks and snorkels, so people did a bit of snorkeling. So you know, it's it's just been a really nice trip in terms of in terms of that respect. Well, it sounded and sounds amazing, and all the pictures have looked looked brilliant. Um, and I think one of the things that I really like about it as well is it's helping to build that community around the bucket list. It's something that you know we've always had, and I think everyone who's listening who's been on a trip with us before you know the people that you meet out there it does create a sense of community and you are more likely to go on another trip with those people that you meet or maybe do something in the uk um you know i know that a lot of people once they've done one trip with us they'll then join the facebook page or they're on the facebook page before start meeting people and a little bit like we said on the live uh, a week ago or, or, or a couple of weeks ago we kind of put a question out and we said, is anybody interested in more meetups? Should we maybe do something in the UK, a couple of locations, put on a day hike, something like that. Um, but this is like the ultimate version of that. And I love that it's a multi-activity because, you know, with so many of our trips, we do have multi-activity trips, of course, but with some of our trips, you can really focus on water sports, hiking, you know, you can be quite specific. Whereas this is just a week away in the sun, trying some things that you might have done before, trying some things that you might not have done before. And, you know, hopefully going away with some people that, you know, you're going to keep in contact with afterwards and maybe even going away with some people that you've you've already met. Um, so, how, so how many people did you say you've got with you at the moment? So there's, there's seven of us out here all together. So it's a nice little small group. Um, and did any of them, I know that you said they've all done bucket list of trips before, because obviously that's the group that we offered it out to, but did any of them know each other as they were coming along? Yeah, two have, two have recently done the um, Tupcow winter trip. Um, Brilliant. And they met on that trip. They'd already booked this separately. It's not like they came on this because of that. But yeah, they were they were on that trip together. So that's, that's worked quite well in that respect. Um, that's great. Okay. And you said that you could take up to 16. So what where are you guys staying? What's the accommodation like? So we're in a we're in a large villa. Um I mean to be honest the villa sleeps 24 so it's we're we're rattling around <laughs> in it to be fair it's, it's we've got plenty of room. Um but in terms of 
you know, transport and activities and stuff like that, 16 would be would be a really good number to have on it. If you went to 24, you would struggle with transport and getting people to locations and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, uh, twin rooms, some quad rooms. Um, yeah, so it's, you know, and it's in a really quiet location, lovely views of lovely views of the the mountains behind and that's what people don't really realize when they come to the costa blanca and i i mean i put a, a photo up in the um on our bucket list uh, adventure page mm. yesterday um and in the mountain in the background is is actually higher than ben nevis like and it's just there like looking at you from where we're staying and you know people don't and, and you know we had a conversation today as we were on the bike ride and we were talking about that exact thing that I think a lot of people um, are put off by coming here because of the word Benidorm. You know, they've seen the, the they've seen the TV program, um, and you know that's not that's not what it's like. And you know, a couple of people who are on the trip were like, "Yeah, I'm I am guilty of that. Like, I will definitely come back here again. It is absolutely stunning, like the mountain scenery and." you know the, the views that you get and stuff like that they're like i i'm literally like changed my opinion now on the costa blanca like we're so drilled into thinking the costa blanca is all about you know bargain brits abroad and all of that stuff where actually yeah you can go and get a fried breakfast for three euros 50 and there's still probably bars down there doing one euro pints but you know we're not partaking in that whilst we're here um we are you know, doing some activity like last night, did a big barbecue um, at the at the villa. So what what I've done is, you know, on this trip, breakfasts are included, packed lunches, all the stuff for packed lunches is here that people can make their own packed lunches every day. And then of two of the nights, we are cooking meals at the villa. Um, and then for the other nights, we're heading out and having something to eat in restaurants or or doing something like that. Obviously, if people don't want to go to restaurants, they don't have to. They can go to the supermarket and cook it cook themselves in the you know in the villa but you know everyone is happy to go out and you know maybe have a couple of cheeky cervezas in a in a meal so it's but yeah, yeah that's really good that you've got the option and you said that you've got like a pool and where you are is quite quiet and then you can go out into the town if you want to yeah like the and, town, you know the and you've got the activities got some, the town's got some lovely bars in it um you know they are not your standard benadorm bars they are local mm. bars up in the town i think that's the differentiation that people need to make is you know where we are we are in a proper a proper spanish town we're not you know benadorm is 10 minutes down the hill and um you know you don't need to partake in that if you don't want to obviously if people did want to come out and have a night out in benadorm just to say they've experienced it they're more than welcome to um <laughs> but yeah. you know it, it it depends on what people want to do but like I say, it's just the range of activities that I think that are on offer here. Like, you know, if you want to give if you want to give climbing a go, if you want to give Via Ferrata a go, if you want to, you know, go canyoning, you know, you've it's so easy to get here. It can mm. be so super cheap to get here as well. I think our flights, um, because Dave and I are here. Um, I think our flights were like £150 return. We flew from Bristol because that was closest to us. Um, but people flew in from all over the place. Like so mm. that was the nice thing. If you live up in the north, you can fly from Liverpool or Newcastle or Manchester. You know, if you live down by London, you've got loads of choice to get to Alicante. If you're in the Midlands, you can fly from Birmingham. If you're in Cardiff, like so 
wherever you are, there are probably two flights a day, three flights a day going to Alicante from your local airport, which means you haven't got a trek down to meet us all in um, in London. And yet, oh, it sounds like a really cost-effective way to have, you know, that time. If you can take the time off, you've got a week of being able to try so many different things. And I think that's what you said. Is it is, you know, it is a little bit different to our other trips. You know, there is a little bit of flexibility. Obviously, you put on you put on the itinerary, and you do provide certain activities. But there's just so many things that you can go out and do, and there's so many options to try things that you might have never tried before. Um, yeah, and I yeah, think- and I and I really like that. The thing, the thing about it is, is because we are, we are pretty much running everything ourselves out here. You have the flexibility mm. to move things around and, and do. You know, we're not on a strict timetable. We've got to be there at this time. Like you know, we're going climbing tomorrow. Let's just wake up in the morning, see what the weather's doing, and then we'll decide Absolutely. where we're going. You know, we've got our own mini buses here to to drive people around. So you know, it just makes everything so much easier for us in terms of in terms of what we're doing so how long is the trip how many days uh, six days so we flew out on sunday back on friday um sunday and friday people flew in early um so they got the full day on the sunday and they just chilled out had a wander around got their bearings activities then monday tuesday wednesday thursday and then friday we're heading home but again most people have booked for a late flight back so they can again have the most of the the six days really uh, well it is so close as well so so how long does it take you i can't remember if you mentioned so once you land in alicante you said you picked the guys up from the airport how long is that then to where you're staying uh we're half an hour away okay brilliant so yeah if you get an early flight in the morning and you get picked up drive it's half an hour then you you absolutely can maximize that whole day um you know and i think six days especially this time of year you know, if you can juggle it around weekends and things like that, it's a really nice amount of time to be away. You know, it's not, you know, some of our trips are three weeks, three weeks long, you know, and that's that's really difficult to try and get off with family time and work commitments and things like this. But, you know, six days and one of them being a weekend. Yeah, that's good. it. I mean, that that's probably, you know, if, if we look to do it again next year, that's probably what we would, we would look to do again is a, a Sunday to a Friday. Um, mm-hmm. you know, gives people they only need to take they only need to take a um a week or you know, five days off work. So mm-hmm. they get the most out of it and they still, you know, you don't need to be any longer than that. That the itinerary is perfect for a for a six day itinerary in essence. Yeah, and you say you might change it up next year, maybe add something, take something out, swap it around, keep it different. So those people that are out there at the moment, and I know some have, or, or have already discussed coming back, but there's absolutely no reason why you couldn't do this as an annual trip. No, um, you know, obviously we can make the climbing harder. We can go and do different via ferratas. Um, everyone really enjoyed the mountain biking and said that they, you know, would would do that again, like without a shadow of a doubt. So, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely run this trip again. And I think, you know, potentially it will, it will, you know, hopefully sell out next year. Um, well, I hope it will also from selfish purposes, because I've been seeing all your pictures and hearing about it. So I think it's, I think it's about time I went and checked it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, um, 
it, it's a it's a great little trip. And like I say, it's one, you know, not saying that, you know, the other point of this, this, um, you know, this podcast was was to kind of also say a little bit about, um, you know, Spain as an, as an adventure destination as well, really, because it it, yeah. it is one that people can go and do and it, it, you know, is forgotten about. So, you know, I don't want people to think, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to do that or I'm not going to do this. But, you know, it's a really, really nice destination. In, in well, it's got so many options for mountain biking, climbing, deep water soloing, diving. Like, as a country. Diving. Um, you can go snorkeling. You can, you know, like I said, Via Ferrata, ridge walks. I mean, you know, mm. to be fair, if you were a climber, um, I would probably say that you know you wouldn't want to be coming out here in June to go climbing because it is a little bit too warm. Um, you know, we've done this as a holiday with you know a day of climbing and a taste a day of climbing involved in it. But if you were a serious rock climber, then you would want to be coming out in kind of January, February, March, that sort of time of year mm. um, when it's cooler um, and everything's not going to be slippy and slimy. Likewise, if you were you know, you certainly wouldn't have wanted to be out trekking up in the the mountains today because it was it was proper warm. So, you know, yeah, there are options all year round. And I mean, that's you know, I used to spend a lot of time over here in the winter because you know I was teaching climbing out here. So, um, but again, you know, you would have days where it was in the sunshine, you know, eighteen degrees, so you could still be in a t shirt and like the sun was shining, you had blue sky and it was, you know, it was lovely. It just gets a bit colder in the evening. So, you know, it is an all year round adventure destination, but it does get awfully hot in August. Um, so just, just have a think about what you're doing in, and you know, what activities you want to be doing and when you want to come then really. So you're a few days in then. So I've got two questions for you. Uh, what has been your favorite part of the trip so far and what are you most looking forward to coming up um so well i mean today's been a lovely day today's been a lovely day out on the bikes um you know it's, it's sunshine and yeah it's just been amazing seeing the scenery i've done it so many times now um but we are going to go and do a new via ferrata that i haven't done so um that will be my hopefully be my highlight because that'll be something new for me as well that I haven't done yet. Um, but it's just been nice spending some time with some bucket listers and, and talking about yeah. their trips and, you know, I've only led, I've only met one of them before. Um, the others I didn't know. Um, I have, you know, I haven't run their trip. So I, you know, I don't know. So it's been nice having, you know, chats with them. Um, mm -hmm. And then I've got, a trip coming up with one of them they're doing Kilimanjaro me in September so you know that's nice oh, to put names to faces and stuff before you go and do trips and that was the whole idea really was to was to build the community and the fact that you're out and about and you're you know you're sat around by the pool and you can go to the supermarket and buy some beers and just sit there chatting away is is quite nice so we will definitely be launching it um we will definitely be launching it again in June next year um yeah i can't wait well no it it just sounds brilliant and uh and i know dave's out there this year um so well we'll have to, we'll, he, have to see, we'll have to see what trips we've got running next year around the same time to see you can come next yeah year. exactly 
that's it. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, we'll see if he's see if he's busy those dates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Keith, thank you very, very much for taking the time to have a chat with us about that. Um, I really enjoyed that talk. Um, and and yeah, I, I like I say, I can't I can't seem to fault it. It's it just sounds like the most incredible trip. Um, and just such a nice way to spend a week with with like I say, people who are like minded people who might have done the same trip as you, people who might be doing future trips um, with you. And it just strengthens that whole community that we're trying to build around people getting out and exploring the outdoors together more. Um, yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, the nice thing about it is, is you might have a Kilimanjaro trip or an Everest base camp trip booked for next year. You've still got a bit of holiday to use up. And this is just a, um, you know, an affordable way of coming and having a week of adventure with like-minded people. Um, I think that's the that's the thing to look forward to, really. But yeah, I think probably you know this podcast is going to we're, we're recording this now. It will come out tomorrow, um, and I think we'll probably look at launching the um, launching the trip for next year as well tomorrow. In so you know, I think people are talking about it. Pictures are going up. There's some interest in there. So if you are interested in coming next year, obviously then you get twelve months to pay for it. That doesn't it makes it even cheaper than at that point, um, you know. So get it get it booked up or ask us any questions. There you go. Yeah, if you're interested, give us a call. Well, anyway, Jake, thanks ever so much for for jumping in my seat today and and for interviewing me. Um, it's been great to talk about this trip and talk about Spain. And um, I will be back for next week's episode where we will be talking. Unfortunately, it will be me and Jake again. I'm really sorry to say, but we will be talking about new destinations and our new trips that are launching next week. So do tune into that episode where we're going to sit down and go through the itineraries and look at what each one entails and yeah, give you a bit of a heads up on what's coming. So until next week, goodbye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Bucket Lister podcast. Be sure to click follow to be alerted for next week's episode. For more travel inspiration, check us out at www.thebucketlistcompany.co.uk or follow us on socials. See you next time.